0: good morning and welcome to morning java i'm dale lally here with mike kovac of course mike covering uh pit helping me out with the steelers uh, th- uh this year hopefully and <laughs> while we're talking about all these things mike uh, you had a story uh yesterday on the site uh, c- of course this is brought to you by our friends at get-go cafe and markets where they're open but we don't know whether Football season is going to open uh, across the nation at college campuses because, as we found out yesterday, the ACC is, is delayed the start of fall sports, but not football yet.
1: Yeah, you know, I thought that was interesting. They, they set the, the date for the start of fall sports, September 1st, the first football game, North Carolina State at Louisville scheduled for September 2nd. So clearly, you know, they know where their money's being made. They, uh, You know, I I think it's a smart decision for now. Uh, You know, men's and women's soccer, uh, men's and women's cross country, volleyball uh, for the schools that have field hockey, those are the sports being affected by it right now. Uh, You know, for right now, not a big deal. You know, uh, I I looked earlier and uh, Pitt, uh, I think, you know, the, the men's soccer team played. Uh, one real match before September first last year. The women's soccer team might have had two. I think the volleyball team had three uh, games put in before then. So the impact of that's not big right now. Pitt hasn't even released any schedules yet. You know, the only one we know is the football schedule, uh, and understandably so. So, uh, you know, I think you know it, it, it's it's a another in a long line of bad news that's hit college sports. But this isn't uh, a big ripple effect right now. Now, if that day gets pushed beyond the NC State-Louisville football game, then we're really dealing with some issues because, like you know, Dale, even in a, a, a conference like the ACC where basketball, uh, you know, you could say it's king. football's a straw that stirs the drink uh, for these schools. And it, it's like that at all the Power Five conferences. You know, if they don't have football. It's going to get interesting.
0: It's going to get real ugly. And as we saw uh, just earlier this week, Stanford already eliminating 11 sports, including uh, soccer, uh, wrestling, some other sports that, that you look at and you say, you know, these are – they're not the big revenue sports, but certainly sports that, that people care about. Oh,
1: well, and you think uh, the lives that are affected. You know, I mean, you're looking at – you know, every team has so many student athletes, parents coaches their jobs their lives were centered around those teams poof it's all gone and and granted you know you look you know it's like that in a lot of job markets all all across the country right now you know a lot of lives have changed and been turned upside down but uh you you know and it's only going to get worse if there is no football season if these schools don't have football particularly some of the you know you know the group of five type conferences you know that the max and and the, the aac and, and places like that if there's no football season i think you're going to start seeing a lot of these sports being dropped it's going to really become a uh, unfortunate situation in college athletics so we need to get this
0: football season in somehow so, Mike, in the previous segment, we talked about how we need to have football, uh, especially at the college level, to, to kind of, you know, football pays for a lot of these sports, too, the, a lot of the other sports. I mean, that's where their athletic budgets come from. And there seems to be a, a, a big divide uh, among fans. Uh, earlier this week, the Steelers announced that they're going to have fans in Heinz Field. They're planning on fans in Heinz Field, but they're going to make them wear masks. Uh, immediately, uh, if, if you look at the comments that that, I, that, that are on that, uh, the story that are on the site, and on like the, the, the social media on Twitter and things like that, oh, there's no way that they're going to play. There's no way. And other people are like, well, why not? You know, it, it's kind of weird that, that so many people, I, I, I don't know, I don't want to say that they're rooting against there being sports, but they're automatically discounting the fact that you can have a sport that's played outside, we can have social distancing, and yet, it's not going to get played. I, I I don't know where these people are coming from. I, I, I happen to think that they're going to be able to play football.
1: I think, you know, uh, the pro sports have a better chance, you know, than college, obviously uh, you can do a better job and, and Dale, you've been around it forever. I mean, you know, that, you know, you can, you can keep these guys, you know, not keep them at home, but you know, you can sort of keep them contained, you know, and these guys are smart. They want to make their money. Um, so, you know, you don't have as many guys on the Steelers or as many guys on the Pirates or as many guys on the Penguins as you do student athletes at a place like Pitt or, you know, anywhere else for that matter, Duquesne, Robert Morris, you know, any of these schools keeping and keeping college kids, you know, <laughs> I think one big factor is are, if, are what are they going to do with students? So say... Pitt invites all their students back. How do you keep football players and volleyball players separated from the student body? I mean, that's a big campus. There's 30 some thousand students at Pitt, you know, roughly. How do you, how do you make that decision to keep them separated if that's the way you go? But I I agree with you. I think uh, you certainly have a better shot at at getting the NFL in uh, because you can just do more. Th- you can do more things. There's more resources. There's less people. You know, what are your I kind of curious to see what your viewpoints are, how, what are maybe some of the things they might be able to do to ensure that they can
0: play? You know, I, I think that the problem, as you mentioned with the colleges, um, if you do, in fact, let's say you, you try to delay the start of the school year. How can you then tell the college, the football players or the college athletes, hey, it's OK for you guys to come back, but the rest of the student body can't? Mm-hmm. Or it's okay for you guys to be together in a group, but we have to separate the rest of the student body. Uh, you know, the players who aren't being paid and you can say, well, you know, but they're on scholarship. That's great. But it's a, it's, it's an academic scholarship uh, at the end of the day, how can mm-hmm. you tell them and make them do things that the, you can't make the other student body do, or you're telling the other student body not to do. So that's the, that's going to be the problem with, with the college, at the college level. I, I agree with you. I think at the pro level, Look, if these guys want to make their money uh, and they want to get paid, they've got to be there and, and do their job. It's, it's one of the things that I wrote about in today's Friday Insider. Um, you know, NFL contracts aren't guaranteed. Most of those guys are making the minimum. Yeah. And so, if, if you know, your, your average, uh, in the, your, the average length of your career is three years. If you decide you're going to opt out or not play or you do something silly that, make, that means that you don't play this that season, that's on you and you're going to be looked at, you know, it may end your career. You may not get back to the game. So I, I think, they, I think they will be more diligent. They'll, they'll, will there be some guys that test positive? Absolutely. Yep. Um, you know, we've seen that across the, the spectrum with people coming back. Uh, but for the most part, here's the thing that, that, that's interesting is, you know, we've seen this quote unquote spike in coronavirus cases across the, the country. What we haven't seen is a spike in deaths across the country Mm -hmm, it's more young people get you know showing up with the illness but they're not getting as sick as as obviously the the, you know the people who have underlying issues were earlier when this disease was was first catching hold so um you know it's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing works i do think that in there's too much money involved in both situations for there not to not to be a, a strong attempt to play football
1: well, and I think, you know, with the colleges, they're going to wait till the absolute last minute uh, before they have to make a decision. Because like you said, the money involved is just too great. Um, there's too many things hinging on, on the revenue being brought in from college football. So while the ACC may have made a decision to push a start date back, they're not going to make a decision to, you know, postpone or cancel things until they absolutely have to. Right now, I mean, they're going to go forward with, a scheduled season because that's what they need to do.
0: So, Mike, on, on NFL.com over the last couple of weeks, uh, they've been ranking the top ten schools over the last 20 years in terms of how many guys they've put in the NFL at certain positions. Uh, and Pitch actually shows up on, on some of these, a couple of interesting spots, uh, one being at running back. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you know, when people look at – I think they came in 10th at the running back position yep. – in terms of the number of NFL players, the number of star NFL players put in the NFL over the last two decades. If you go back even further with that, with that whole thing, uh, you know, they show up even better than a lot of these other power schools. But it's funny when you, know, you, you look and, okay, there's Alabama and there's LSU and there's you know, all these other – Miami and Pitt. It, why hasn't that translated into more victories at the NFL level? They've done very well putting guys in the NFL.
1: That's always been a million dollar question at Pitt. You know, you, you look and uh, you think of the amount of elite, elite NFL players that they've put out. The best player know, in the
0: NFL right now, who's not a non-quarterback is a Pitt player, former Pitt absolutely,
1: player. Absolutely. And, you know, you, you, uh, you, mentioned things that have come out recently, three Pitt players were named uh, their the NFL team or player of the decade: uh, Revis for the Jets, uh, Fitzgerald for the Cardinals, and, and Aaron Donald for the Rams. Uh,
0: you know, all it, three it, were easy votes. I had a vote in that yeah. for for the hall of Because the Hall of Fame puts that together, and they were easy votes on that list. Yeah. It, I mean, Shady McCoy was was in strong consideration on that uh, for that as well. I mean, yeah. they put they put star players in the NFL.
1: And it's weird. There's just so many factors. I think you know the the coaching carousel for a while played a little bit of, to do with that. You know, um, it, it's odd. You know, you look. once set early on. It took him a long time. He never got the quarterback he needed. He it seemed like he had pieces just about everywhere else, but he never had the quarterback he needed to really get over that plateau you know he got Pitt to 10 wins but then Pitt couldn't beat UConn or Cincinnati when it mattered and when you think about that that's kind of crazy Um, he recruited great he put NFL guys you know good NFL players in the league but still couldn't win the big game when it mattered there's just so many different odd things that go into that you know you know they call they call it pitting for a reason you know Pitt finds a way when push comes to shove that, that something seems to go wrong and I, I that's been a belief in the fan base forever and it seems like it's something that you know holds water um you know when Donald was there you had James Connor Tyler Boyd Aaron Donald on a team and that's uh, a pretty good news you know.
0: place. that's a good start on a good football team yeah and yet you know eight wins
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't even know if it was that many, you know, they they barely beat Bowling Green and uh, up at Ford Field, sort of like they barely beat Eastern Michigan this past year. They're just, um, it always seems like they're lacking somewhere. And I think a lot of it has to do with not having, they haven't had a start quarterback in a long time. And at some point to really get to the next level, you've got to have a guy at that position.
0: I think the other part of it too is the decline overall of of the WPIAL. They have no, they don't have the base that they once had. You can't go out and get, uh, you know, in their heyday, when they were getting guy, you know, when they were good, they were getting three or four offensive linemen or defensive linemen out of the WPIL every year. And those guys just aren't there.
1: Yeah. You know, a couple weeks ago when I talked with Jackie Sherrill for a, for a big piece I did for the site, you know, he said, you know, hey, we, we recruited Eastern Ohio, Western Pennsylvania. We got who we wanted out in New York and New Jersey, and then we'd go pluck some speed out of the South, and he said it was a perfect combination. Now you really, uh, you know, finding skill kids around here, it's hard to do. You can find defensive players and offensive linemen, but outside of that, uh, it's not easy.